Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. This week, we are bringing you the final part of our series on what you really need on your baby registry. We're talking about the basics that you will use for your baby. With this series, there's a free download on our website, bestlifemomsclub.com, that gives you the complete list of everything we're talking about. When you sign up for the download, you'll automatically receive our weekly resource guide that has some tips and tricks in it, as well as some podcast suggestions. We'll also notify you of when the doors to our mommy mentorship program open once again. And guys, can I just say we are so excited about this mentorship program because we believe that this is a complete game changer for new moms. It gives you the information you need when you need it, monthly masterclasses from guest experts from all over the world, the connection with other new moms in the same stages as you, and of course, the guidance and mentorship of experienced moms. It's our way of supporting you on a more personal level. We welcome new expectant moms near the end of each month, and we highly recommend joining if you're in your third trimester. Before we get on with the show, I just want to say that we love hearing from you. So keep sending your podcast suggestions and ideas for the show. We really do all of this for you. So if we can help you on your motherhood journey in one small way, then that makes us incredibly happy. I should say parenthood journey because we know we have a lot of supportive dads listening as well. With that, here's the episode. Okay, so into our next category of healthcare, I think let's thermometer is huge oh definitely you will use the thermometer all the time especially when your kids are sick (laughs) yeah one of the things my aunt and uncle gave me was clarify who your aunt and uncle are my uncle is a a doctor aunt is a nurse so they actually gave me uh, it's a brawn point and shoot thermometer so that when the kids are sick, like I go, I sneak in their bed in the middle of the night and I take their temperature. I 100% so. do the exact same thing. Yeah. 100%. So you totally need a point and shoot thermometer. You can get a different thermometer if there's like people like to take temperature different ways. So if you want to do an ear one, but also get a point and shoot. You're also going to need things like uh, baby nail clippers. They're a little bit different than adult ones. They're baby size. They're baby size. That's right. <laughs> I find they're not as like sharp. They're, they clip a little differently. Mm-hmm. Nothing is more heartbreaking than the first time you're trying to clip nails and you catch some skin. Yeah, I think I've only done that once. I've done it once too. It was yeah. still hard. 
Oh yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'll need like a hairbrush, like one of those soft little baby hairbrushes to brush their little baby hair. And also, it also stimulates the scalp, right? So that it try and work any dead skin so you avoid any cradle cap. Caroline had terrible cradle cap. Yeah, I remember. Lastly, we have baby gear. Like there is so much baby gear that you could buy. Like I feel like you're inundated with baby gear. Oh my gosh. What do we really need? We're going to tell you. You definitely need a high chair. I have a a space saver high chair. It's a Fisher Price space saver and it clips to the chair. And I I decided on that one because it's very portable and it saves space. And when you have twins, you kind of need all the space you can get. So I really like that. I know you have a little bit of a different one, don't you? I have, uh, yeah, I have one and it's like a three in one. So it's a high chair and then you can separate the chair piece and add it, like attach it to just a regular chair. So it's like a booster seat. And then there's also a chair attached to the legs so that you can, like, it's another booster seat um, where you don't need the high back for an older kid. Um and I really, really like it. I think we have, we have two of them. So we have one here, we have one at the cottage, and then my parents have the exact same one for when the kids are there. So technically in our family, we have three of them. And I feel like ours is an Ingenuity one. I think that's the brand. It's great. I did originally buy a used, super expensive one. I found it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cheap. I'll get to buy it because it was like a Bob and Ted or something. I don't know. It was like a, like a trendy brand. And it looked like a spaceship and it was terrible. So I ended up selling it to somebody else (laughs) and got this ingenuity one because the first one I had was just like, it was horrible. It was hard to clean. I was just like, Oh, I was just, I was caught up in the whole like, Oh, this is super trendy. This is what I should get. And I found it online used and another mom was selling it. And I mean, I know why she was selling it now (laughs) because it was not funny. Yeah. Um, and the ingenuity one is great. You can strip the padding off, throw it in the washing machine. You can hose it down, power wash it if you need to, because sometimes you might have to. Well, so with the Fisher Price one, it, it has the padding that you can strip off too. And it actually, the way the boys still use the base as a booster seat, but uh, I actually got rid of the padding because I found that it was always dirty and I was always cleaning it. So I was like, why do I have it? So they just sit in the shelf <laughs> and I got rid of the padding. So, but again, like, yeah, yeah you need something that's plastic or hard and uh, something that you can really hose down. Cause it's going to get really dirty. So, yeah, I, I know someone who has a really, it's a very expensive wooden one, but it's a style that changes and grows with so it goes from an, a high chair into all the way to turning into you just reformat it into an actual wooden chair for like a weight rating of like 300 pounds it's this what really yeah. mm-hmm. so it's like it grows it's essentially like a gift of a chair to the child so like it starts with the as a high chair and you just kind of move the different pieces and it turns into an actual chair it's really expensive. It's very pretty. It's nice hardwood. Like it's very, very, very nice. It's very expensive. And it's like a lifelong kind of chair that they'll have forever. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
also a pack and play. I think those are super, especially if you travel. You definitely need a pack and play. Yeah. Even if you're just going to like your, your parents' house, you need to put them in somewhere to sleep. A pack and play does it. It's great. You can also use a pack and play if you get one of the ones that has like the bassinet on top because most of them do. You can use that as like the newborn bed for when they come home. It, yeah. So like they're super versatile. Both Finn and Freya slept in it for their, like when they were a year old at the cottage as like their primary bed. We got one with Freya that had a bassinet and then you could flip it over and turn it to a change table. And then the cat really liked it. So that became his bed because he used to sleep in Freya's room beside her crib. So like Freya had her crib and she'd be sleeping that and the cat would be sleeping in the bassinet of the pack and play beside her on the floor. Like Really? Yeah, it was super cute. I felt so bad that he was sleeping on the floor beside her bed. So I, he used to sleep in the pack and play, like in that bassinet. Not when, not when Freya was in it, obviously, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. That's funny. But uh, yeah, so he had his own bed beside her crib. Um, And then, yeah, so the pack and play, I think, is is great. Yeah, we've traveled with our pack and play. Uh, We use that at my parents' house. Um, I know a lot of people will use it on, like, their main floor and their main living space. Yeah. If they've got, like, a two-story so that the kid can sleep on the main floor during the day. And then at night they go upstairs Yeah, just so, cause then the mom's close. Yeah. So yeah, pack and play is definitely a good idea. You can actually get some that are fairly inexpensive or you can buy them used too and get a pretty good deal on one. Yeah, for sure. Also too, that kind of goes along like either a bassinet or a baby box. If you're planning on having the baby sleep in your room when they're newborn, obviously if you have the space to have a full crib in your bedroom, great. A crib works great. If not, a bassinet or a baby box. You loved your baby box. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was free. I loved it. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. And they're very popular in Europe. Like that's a really that's a European program that like has come to North America. So they're hugely popular in Europe. And I had kind of like a bassinet but it's actually a co-sleeper but it's not in the bed it's freestanding outside of my bed but it's beside me so depending if you're going to have the baby sleep in a crib immediately when you come home like a newborn in the crib or if you want them closer to you for ease of night feeding calming soothing you know that type of stuff checking on them something smaller in size besides the crib is probably a good choice Yeah. And another thing that I got a lot of use out of was a baby chair. I know I have a Fisher Price one that kind of converts into like a toddler chair. And in the mornings when I have a shower, I strap Caroline in, in the bath, in the bathroom. She's my little audience. And uh, she uh, drinks her bottle and watches mommy shower. (laughs) Yeah, I have, I had a a baby chair too. I got it. It was my cousin's. So my cousin is 13. Yeah. So he's 13. So it's not a new one. It works perfect. Like at some point I think it vibrated, but it was, it was great for the shower. Like me going in the shower, having them strapped in somewhere. Yeah. You know that they're safe. You can see them. I actually had baby chairs on our main level and upstairs so that if I had to go to the bathroom, 
I could go to the bathroom and the babies would be there. I know yeah. too much information. You have to poop sometimes, right? So there's our token poop for uh, this podcast. <laughs> and the reality is you can never, as a mom, you never get to go to the bathroom by yourself. You always have somebody with you. So, oh my gosh, a yes. baby chair. I do actually, I have, Still. yeah, it's true. Um, it's funny that you say that though, like the baby chair before my aunt had given it to me because she couldn't find it. I had Freya used to, instead of a baby chair, I used her in her car seat, like her oh, yeah. carrier. And I actually have a picture of her screaming in the car seat and you wouldn't know it, but I know it's because I took the picture while I was like on the toilet through the door <laughs> and the cat again. Aww. He was, he was with her all the time and he still is. And so he was sitting beside her, like putting his paw on, like trying on the side of the car seat, trying to calm her down while she's screaming. And I'm like, I just need to poop. That's hilarious. Yeah. But you got to do what you got to do and you got to make sure the baby's safe. So. Yeah, exactly. Car seat, baby chair, but I a car the- seat, a car seat is something you will need. Yeah. And that is something that like you really need to look into what it works, what fits. Now, when you say car seat, are you talking about like a not a bucket car seat or are you talking about like a convertible one where they're rear facing? Well, it it all comes down to preference, right? Like Mm -hmm. we both had buckets to start because I liked it for the convenience of you pop it in, you pop it out, right? Yeah. But then... Once the kids outgrew the bucket seat, then they were in the rear-facing convertible, right? Which you could have started with as a newborn, but then you'd have to take your newborn baby out to the car, strap it in. So, um, but if money's money's tight or whatever, you can go right for the convertible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just you have to look at like your logistics and what works for your situation. Um, exactly. And then I think an exorcer or like a jumperoo is a great entertainment piece. You want to what that is? I know some people call it the circle of neglect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's a great entertainment piece. It's great because it allows you to cook dinner or like do some of the things that you have to do hands-free while they're entertained so you're not putting your baby in it for hours but like if you need half an hour to cook dinner you can have half an hour to cook dinner yeah absolutely and you know what you can find them on buy and sells like or you know and mom mommy likes buy and sell groups so you don't have to get them new and pay full price like I know like mine was my friend gave to me, borrowed, her son is six months older than Freya. So when he was done with it, we used it. By the time Freya was ready, he was over it. So we used it. I held on to it. And then I had Finn. So I was using it. And then she was pregnant. She had her second. And now she's pregnant. She's due a week before me with, with oh, number no. three. <laughs> yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. She's due a week before me now with number three. Both of us have number threes coming. Well, I guess you won't be getting that exorcer. I know, right? Our, well, you yeah. know what? Ours was not an exorcer. It wasn't like, didn't have that dishy bottom. Ours was a jumperoo. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. We had, I had an exorcizer and jumperoo. I actually had two jumperoos. I think ours was a baby Einstein. The one that I had, I liked it. Yeah. You can find them new used, but I think you're what you said about giving you the ability to do something hands-free is really the benefit of that. Yeah. So I would definitely, definitely worth the investment. And then lastly on our list, we have a stroller. Now the stroller is a massive purchase and really does take like so much to consider and to think about because you can spend a lot of money on it, but you have to think kind of long-term. And there's actually, we have a perfect stroller, like picking a perfect stroller guide in our mommy mentorship program because like we could do a full episode just on how to pick a stroller and things. Oh, you totally could. Yeah. There's so much to think about because it is, it is such an investment. It's an investment and there are so many options, but a stroller is absolutely necessary because there's so many different types and like, which one do you pick? It can be very overwhelming. I know I made the the wrong mistake. (laughs) I made a, I did not make the right choice when I picked my first stroller. So and you need at least one stroller, if not two or three. That I don't necessarily agree with. Uh, when you have twins, you need at least one stroller, if not two or three. That makes more sense. I can, yeah. I will accept that. But I will say if you have a yeah. single one, you probably don't need two or three strollers. Even with Caroline, I have two strollers. What? Yep. One, in, one for going around the, the neighborhood and one in the car. But I just keep in the car so I don't have to worry about packing a stroller that's just there yeah i i i don't agree with that i think if you pick the right stroller you can be fine with one unless you yeah but i agree i agree with the whole yeah. idea because there was like the the frame stroller and the side by side like i agree with that with 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 the twins i don't know necessarily about the well, even with caroline i had a frame stroller i bought it used um they're not that expensive you can get them used for anywhere between like 30 to 40 bucks and um it just stayed in the car and then i could take the bucket seat out and snap it in and then uh, i had an umbrella stroller so not expensive strollers but it was just handy so that if i went to the mall i didn't need to worry about packing my big bugaboo stroller Mm. So, yeah. yeah, that's just my preference. It made it easy for me not having to worry about a stroller when I'm trying to wrangle three children into the car. Yes. So. No, that, yeah, that's, that's true. That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. Wrangling. Three but it doesn't have hard. to, it doesn't have to be an expensive stroller. And if I was going someplace for the full day, I would still pack my good stroller, but like my good stroller, like we walk everywhere, like where we live is pretty central. So there's lots of trails and I can walk downtown and stuff. So we use the big stroller all the time. So yeah, it's just about lifestyle and preference, right? Yeah. The stroller is a massive investment and can be very overwhelming and it can, it's a hard choice to make because there are so many options. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I created a picking the perfect stroller guide, because I could have used that when I was picking my registry because boy, did I make the wrong decision on my first stroller. (laughs) Yeah. There's actually lots of good tips on it. So I will say that this is a massively comprehensive list. Yeah. We kind of went over and, 
it seems like a lot of stuff. And I know it's this little series talking about baby registry must-haves. But uh, when you think of the grand scheme of how many things are out there that you could buy for the baby, this is actually a relatively small list. But these are all things that you definitely 100% will use. Everything else that you could possibly buy is just kind of a over and above. You don't necessarily need it. Will you use it? You might, you might not. But all the stuff I guarantee you will use. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.